Hello there, my name is Michael Govia, and I am one of the hosts of the First Aid Podcast, along with my wonderful, vibrant girlfriend, Leanne. Hello. Today, Leanne and I talk about The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements is a book, and it has four basic tenets for living the best life possible. We'll talk about each one of these agreements, and we'll find out how does it work. Is it easy to apply in everyday life? How do you know you are staying in tune with each of the agreements? This is a book written by Don Miguel Ruiz that you could find almost anywhere. It is quite popular. So if you'd like to follow along, check out The Four Agreements yourself. In the meantime, why don't we get on with our latest episode of The First Day Pod. Three, we know that, but we are here. It's the first day podcast. My name is Michael Govier. I am one of the hosts, along with my fellow host, Leanne. H- is that funny? funny. <laughs> it is funny. It's funny. We'll, we'll tell them why. So I, <laughs> I had to send out a bio um, this week for a speaking engagement that I'm doing next week, and Mike was like, "Why did you do co-host?" And I was like. Because you always introduce me as the co-host. I am. We're we're in this together. So that's why he's calling me his fellow host instead of his co-host. So thanks, babe. That's nice. <laughs> I don't mind, though. I don't mind at all either. Uh, <laughs> welcome in. It's the First Day Podcast. I'm really excited for today's show. It's going to be me and Leanne talking about the four agreements. And Leanne loves the four agreements, so she's very passionate about it. Um, don't forget, First Day Pod at ProtonMail.com. First Day Pod on Twitter and Facebook, our Facebook group. Uh, where else are we? Uh, First Day Pod. Instagram. Um, yes, of course, Instagram. Yeah. I never use Instagram, and that's my fault. I'm being disrespectful to Instagram, so I apologize, Instagram. I owe you so much. You've changed <laughs> my life in so many ways. But, <laughs> Leanne, why don't you get the ball rolling here? Talk about the first agreements. Introduce the four agreements to people okay. who may not know what it is. And okay. also, why is it? Why should we care? Okay. Um, so yeah. So this is, it's a book. Um, it's called The Four Agreements. It's a really oh, I love this book because then it just looks like it's see through. Um, oh, cool. Super little and super like big words. So it's super fast to read. One of the reasons why I love it because it's like so concise and it's one of those things that are. Um, they're like, well, of course, this is what we should be doing. It's just harder to implement. So what the four agreements are, it's uh, number one is be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personally. Number three, uh, don't make assumptions. And four, always do your best. So they sound super simple. They sound like, yeah, life would be great if we did that. Um, it's funny when I first read it, like really quickly, like when I, I was introduced to the book, my cousin introduced it to me years ago. Um, I was like, well, I, I don't do any of those things. Like I'm always doing my best. <laughs> I don't make assumptions. No clue that my whole life was based on a whole bunch of assumptions. So, Uh-oh. um, and you think that you're being impeccable with your word, but anyway, we'll get into each one of them. Um, and who knows, Matt may join us today, which would be, which uh-uh, would be, uh-uh. no, no. It's going to be us. I said it was you and I today. Oh, okay. Um, well, you're going to be a counselor, so you're going to be able to give like your take on it because I'm very much a personal development junkie, so I love all this kind of stuff. So I'm excited to have the conversation with you um, about this. Um, 
And I wanted to just before we get into this, we had a gal that um, that sent us an email, Kirsten. So I wanted to say hi to you. So we've got our regulars. I don't know who's watching right now, um, but Kirsten, I wanted to just thank you for the sweet email that you sent us. Um, it was very nice just to know that, you know, people are liking us out there outside of our, you know, our friends and our family and, and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And she's going to be joining us next uh, tomorrow, actually, for the book club. And um, she said that she just was really happy what we're doing for the recovery uh, community. So it just, it made, it made our week. So that was pretty awesome. Absolutely. Um, That's so cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, very nice? cool. Yeah. So thank you. Um, and. About, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> so and then um we also and then, and then we also um i just want to pull it up here i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this while i'm talking we'll see um we also got a an email from one of our book club members and um also one of our our faithful listeners and mm. um, he's always commenting on here. I absolutely love it. He's so engaged and he wrote a journal um, entry. So I'm actually not sure because um, he just sent it to me a little while ago. And so I didn't really get his approval to be able to read this on air. So I'm going to change his name to Sally. Uh -huh. <laughs> his journal, his journal entry says words, Sally, you are fat. Sally, you are worthless. Sally, you are not enough. Sally, you are dumb. Sally, you are unlovable. Who said these words? Friends? Family? Or was it you? Are these just words? If you listen, then you agree. Then they now define you. Words have power. Words can create. Words can affect your perception. Words affect your thoughts and feelings. Why don't you choose your words? If you want to know who you are, listen to what you say about yourself. If you don't like your situation, choose different words. Create new agreements with self. Sally, you are perfect just as you are. Sally, you are just as worthy as anyone else. Sally, you have everything you need in this moment. Sally, you are always learning. Sally, I love you just because you are you. Do, thing, do things look different? What are you thinking or feeling? How did everything change? Change your words, change your attitudes and beliefs. So um, when he sent that to us, he said, reading the first agreement from the book, The Four Agreements, inspired this little journal entry. I thought I would share it with you. So this is this is what it is all about for, for us. We want the engagement from you guys. The fact that you share these kinds of things with us, um, it just means the world. It's so, so cool. So... That journal entry I thought was really, really, uh, it was inspired. It was very true. And I think that we've all been using these words against ourselves. Um, and I, it really does need to change. So let's start with the first one. So be impeccable with your word. Mike, have you have you read this book before? I have not. You have it's not read four this agreements, book. though. We uh, did a book club on it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So didn't I read it? Yeah, maybe you did. I did read it. Yeah. Well, we did a book club on it, but I don't remember if I was part of the book club or not when we did that. Yeah, at the very beginning, I don't think you were part of the book club. I think yeah. you joined in later. 
I do think you joined I am in. unclear, but I do know what it's all about, essentially. So, yeah. And by the way, you just made Ed cry, so there it is. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. That was fantastic, yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't think Ed is uh, living in secret. You could be honest about it. So. Yeah, okay. So Sally is Ed. Because he said, yes, he said, you could read it if you want. So. Oh, thank you. I missed that. So... Everywhere I said, Sally, you can put Ed, and that is his journal entry, his poem, his words. Um, it was beautiful. So thank you, it was Ed. very lovely. Yeah. So, okay, so the first one, that sums it all up in that um, in that journal entry. What be, be impeccable, impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only Why? what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. And uh-huh. use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. That's so, a tall order. It is a tall order. It really is. People like it sounds gossip. Come on. Sounds so simple. Well, I'll say after reading the book, I really, if anything, this is going to make you more aware of what you do, more aware of the words that you use. For me, I like I catch myself because you fall into it, um, gossiping about others, but um, where I have my trouble is, is my words against myself mainly. Um, so inside of, inside of the, the chapter, um, let me see, cause I had a couple of questions that I wanted to ask. So, mm-hmm. um, it said, okay. So it said, if you make an agreement with yourself to be impeccable with your word, just with that intention, the truth will manifest through you and clean all the emotional poison that exists within you. So what I was curious is, do you think like from a counselor kind of point of view, from a therapist kind of point of view, like if we were to put our feet into into their shoes, do you think that that's enough to be able to kind of rid yourself of all of the emotional poison that exists in you just by being impeccable with your word, how you speak to yourself, how you frame your stories, how you people that are listening to the podcast can't see that face. Well, it's a question. So I'm asking you or anybody that wants to chime in in the comments. So um, for me at first I was like, that's really like one of those like toxic positivity kind of things. Sure. It's like you can't just talk yourself. You just can't talk yourself like out of all of that emotional turmoil and stuff just by your words. And then yeah. the more that I thought about it this week, I was really listening to how I was talking to myself. And it's it's those stories that we rehash, that we that we frame them a certain way to make us angry with ourselves or regretful or shamed or any of that. Um so that sentence I thought, or that part I thought was super powerful. Um, and I do believe like the more that I thought on it, um, uh, mm-hmm. that the truth will manifest through you and clean all your emotional poison that exists within you. I do. I, I believe that to be true. Well, uh, I mean, being honest with yourself is helpful. I don't know if it's going to solve all your issues, but it's a really good place to create a foundation of possible permanent change. I think so. Yeah. Because if you're not going to be honest with the things you say, then 
might not be honest with the things you think, and then it all just kind of becomes a big fat lie. And then you're not being true to yourself. So how are you supposed to really create an honest living, or at least an honest living with yourself, if you can't be honest about what you are? I don't think you have to be as honest with the rest of the public. You got to be honest with yourself first. So yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. We in the last book, I can't even remember if it was the last book or the second last book that we read. Um, mm -hmm. We're kind of going through them a lot. Um, anyway, the one that was um, "You Can Heal Your Life," um, I think that's what it was called by Louise Hay. She was talking about how you know the words that we use are going to be um, we're going to manifest. Like if if we have shame, if we have all these things, we're going to manifest all this disease in our bodies. Um, and one of the examples in this book that they said is that our, our every human is a magician and we can either put a spell on someone with our word or we can release someone from a spell with our word. And the example that they gave was that um, if you see somebody and they look a little, they look a little off and you say, oh man, like, are you feeling okay? Like that color in your skin, it reminds me of, of what people look like before they get cancer. And if the person at all believes that in any shape or form, they trust you and they and they internalize that, there's a good possibility, they say, that you can manifest that in the next year by constantly thinking about, um, oh, my gosh, maybe they're right. Well, OK, so Come you on, don't agree. I mean, that's a bit much. I think that's a little over the top, manifesting yourself into cancer, right? I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't know. I think if I think if you were to think about it and then start worrying about it all the time, what did Ed just say? <laughs> See, I can't squirrel. It came off. <laughs> what did you just say? You were talking about the fact that if you, you can no, manifest yourself. No, what did Ed yourself? just say? I said, not what did I just say? Ed said, it made me think before I speak to the people that are close to me, especially my son. That's huge. That's absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think there is some um, some truth to that. I think that if you were to like tell somebody that they look like they're sick, even if they're not, and they start really thinking it, then they can yes. manifest that in their body. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> we don't have any physical information to verify that, so that's just an opinion. Everything that we do on the show is just an opinion. No, some of the stuff we talk about are actual facts. <laughs> Very much are they are. So no, not everything is just. Okay, opinion. but everything I say is always like everybody knows. As soon as Leanne starts talking, it's just her opinion. I really yeah. rarely talk in fact. That's <laughs> that's not true. You, there's things that you brought up. So, but yes, there's a lot of truth to that. So, I think you're yeah. being truthful to yourself, and you're maintaining the integrity of your word by saying, "Yeah, you like to share your opinions, uh, which are other opinions about how." other people view the world, how you view the world. And are we going to turn ourselves into something that we didn't think we would turn into just by constantly thinking about it? Will I turn myself into a cancer-ridden person because I have negative thoughts about myself or I'm, I'm living fear that I'm going to be sick? Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah, I'm saying that I there. I think there is truth to it. I think, and that's why I get so upset when I hear people around me that are saying things like, oh, my gosh, I'm just going to I'm going to be so, so unhealthy or I am unhealthy and I'm going to yeah. end up dying of a heart attack. 
yeah, one day it'll happen. That's called being realistic about the lifespan of human existence. But why deal with it? Okay, so anyway, okay, fine. Is it not? No, is it not? You don't know that you're going to die of a heart attack. Okay, that's fair. I don't know if I'll die of a heart attack, but I will die someday. So. Yeah, we're only 40. Still got 60 years. So, like, why would we keep talking? 60 about years? It? How do you know it's going to be 60 years? We don't know, but why not? You if just we throw a number on there? If we just throw a number out, why not throw 60? That's a nice one. 100 <laughs> years old? We can get on that. What is it? Smuckers thing? The 100 birthday that they announce it on the TV? Like, all the little, like, old people that are like, oh, I still walk why every day. Why does it have to be sponsored by something? <laughs> I don't know. It has been since I was a kid. That is just not something I'm familiar with as an American. I don't know. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It was always like a the Smuckers. I think it was the Smuckers. Yeah, how about um, that? Josh is chiming in. Genetics could help dictate a lot of that. What do you know? That's true. This is true. This is true. You're familiar with genetics, Leanne? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Leanne? But, okay, so there we go. So, yeah, there is a possibility that you're going to, but there's also like my, like, just because it, okay, so hold on one second. Go ahead. What does that have to say? Manifesting a disease may be a stretch, but if you were told you were a failure, if you accept that, I bet it will affect how you see yourself. Yes, I do agree with that. You're right. Let's get yeah, off the whole health part of it. That's a okay. whole nother thing. Um, the other thing with being impeccable with your word, we'll go to the next one pretty soon. But the other thing is if you um, lying to yourself about like even just little things as little as I'm going to wake up at six o'clock in the morning, the alarm goes off and then you snooze it and then you snooze it and then you snooze it. You're not keeping your word to yourself about the time you're going to wake up. If you say that I'm going to go for a run tomorrow and you don't keep that all of these little itsy bitsy lies and not being um, living in integrity with yourself, it, they all pile up that you just you can't trust yourself and you you feel like a failure because you're not doing those things. Um, so some of the little things that we can do is just when we tell we, ourselves that we're going to do something, do it like just or don't tell yourself that you're going to do the thing. But really be um, impeccable with your word when you're telling yourself what you will or will not do that day. Um, and that's why I think like these to-do lists that are super long and you you tell yourself that you should be doing everything in that to-do list, you feel like a failure. Even if you hit more things on there than you would have had you not had the list or had you not been productive. But because mm -hmm. you're telling yourself, I want to be able to do all of these things and you don't do it then you're not being, you're not staying in integrity with yourself. Same thing as being late um, to appointments. Same thing as like all of it. So I think that plays a big role in our, um, how we look at ourselves and how we can trust ourselves moving forward. No? Okay. What is happening? Okay. That's good stuff. Uh, we're still on the uh, first agreement, right? Yes. Yeah, we need to move to the second agreement. Uh I think it's really important to be impeccable with your word, even if it's not in a book. You should try to be honest and forthright at all times to other people, to yourself. I know I tried to do that, but, you know, we all live the lies. We all live the uh, fool's gold occasionally. You know, sometimes we're even, but this is not even in a beneficial way. Like, oh, I'm trying to tell myself a lie about myself so I'll feel better. It's actually in a negative way where you make things worse for yourself by constantly harping on fears and concerns that are overly 
dramatic and not accurate about yourself. As Ed said, I thought, you know, Ed said it well, constantly telling someone that they're a failure or a loser and they'll start to adopt that. And because they'll just, especially if it's somebody who is a parent or a guardian, authority figure, somebody who helped raise you, create you, mold you into the person you become, you're going to take a lot of that to heart because they're molding you to very important time, not just because they are a parent or a guardian, but because of the stages of development that are happening at that time. Those are very, very important stages that cannot be redone, by the way. So that's why some of this stuff is very difficult to undo because you created a permanent type of person when you raise them a way that is fear-based or built in with any type of cruelty. It's very, very difficult to undo that stuff. That's why we have mental health and we have mental health counseling to try to fix some of that stuff, but it's not easy to make it happen because these things are created at certain times of development that make it very difficult to change, but it is doable. I'm not saying it's not doable. It's just a challenge. It's an incredible challenge. And that's why the world of counseling exists and billions of dollars are spent every year on therapy. Right, Leanne? Yes. Do you yes. agree with any of that? Yes, I do. I didn't agree when you were saying, like when it was sounding like it was just like a, man, sorry, if you were raised improperly, then you're just, you're left to your own demise. But when you said it is possible, it's just difficult that I agree with. Yeah, I do think that you can, you can change it. You can, there's a lot of people that have been told that they're a failure and that they're horrible and that they'll never amount to anything that amount to everything that they want to be. Of course, my love, of course. Mm-hmm. You're listening and watching the First Day Podcast. We're live on our YouTube channel or the Facebook channel. Our YouTube channel is where you can find us. Give us a sub. We've raised our subscription tenfold over the last month. So thank you thank all. Thank you. All the new subscribers. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you take something from this. If you want to talk live in the live stream, all you got to do is type in, hit a few buttons on your keyboard, and we'll talk about it. Ed, very active participant. We never thank knew you. Ed before we did this show. Isn't that true? Yes. Yes, thank you so no much, Ed. We no. had no idea who Ed was, what type of struggle he was dealing with. or He had no idea what kind of struggles we were dealing with. And now we can all talk about them. And that's yeah. nice. I think that's it a is. positive. That's huge. Yeah. Ed says, I make three goals for each day. Most days I accomplish all three. Really helps me feel productive each and every day. Leanne, I can't believe. I cannot believe that you don't do something like this. <laughs> I do. You do? You never talk about it. Yeah, I do. I actually, I have a book that I, it has like the top three. First one is the priority one and you don't do anything until you're done that one. So it's not like you, so you prioritize your goals that way. If you didn't, don't hit number three, then at least you got the most priority ones done. And years ago I used to do it that it was like, I'd make my list and then I'd put the easy ones at the top just to be like, and check it all off. Um, but they were never the things that actually needed to get done. So now it's like you put the top one up there. And if that gets done, it's like the one, what is the one thing that if you went to bed tonight and you accomplished that, that it would feel good. Um, and then you go down, but yeah, top three is always the best way to do it. I How think. long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for a long time. I do this for the business for sure. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. See, I'm learning yeah. something about my girlfriend. But I don't always, I don't always put, I don't always put like the, like I don't, if I don't put like my food on that, that like I'm going to like be, have that as a priority, which 
we can talk about two one day because I'm realizing I don't care about my my eating as much right now because I'm not making it a priority. So I don't I just so why are you not? Um, because I'm not I'm not in any kind of and it's a I guess it's a horrible thing to say, but I'm I'm not in like any kind of a dire need. I don't have any kind of health issues. I'm not I'm, I'm not doing like a horrible job with my eating and it feels like the 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 nicer that I'm being to myself and the more grace I'm giving myself then when I do have like a if I have a binge it doesn't last me a week or you know like a day or a weekend or a week I'm able to get back and at least have good choices again okay. now, what is that face for her uh, Ed did not. Ed says Ed did not know who Ed was before this podcast. So glad I'm here. Well, how about that? There's no wow. There's no more ringing endorsement of the first day podcast than that right there, Ed. Thank you, and I'm glad that uh, you've gotten to that stage. I think you've gotten more out of this podcast than either me and Leanne have. I would say oh that's fairly God. accurate. That's amazing, Ed. And I just, it's so incredible. And if you guys want to meet Ed in real life, then you, well, in real life, like in real, like COVID life, then uh, join our book club because he's super active over there too. Um, and we're on when Zoom Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 8 to 9. Oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Matthew I'm McConaughey. interested in that. Yeah, yeah, you should join us. <laughs> I would like to. I'm, I'll ask more questions about that. I'll email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com and find out more. Perfect. Perfect. That sounds good. So let's talk about the second agreement then. Don't take anything personally. Only by making an inventory of our agreements will we uncover all of the conflicts in the mind and eventually make order out of the chaos. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That's Only by making an inventory of our agreements will we uncover all of the conflicts in the mind. I think that's huge. That's one of the things that they ask you as like a like a exercise in the book kind of thing. Um, and a lot of, a lot of self-help books have you do that. So you want to see what, what beliefs you have and what beliefs you hold and are they, are they serving you or not? And if they're not serving you, then get rid of them, change them for something else. Um, what the thing says is nothing, nothing others do. And I want you guys to read this book. If you haven't read this book, I'll tell you why it popped into my head, why we were going to do this now. We were listening to a um, Joe Rogan's podcast. What is it? Joe Rogan experiment or something. Anyway, his podcast. Uh, it was so cool. It was like him and this other guy. And they were just like talking about all of this like guy stuff. It was like so cool to listen to. And then he was like, have you heard Action of Bronson? Yeah, I, I've never heard of who he was before this. People, Some people know who Action Bronson is. A lot of yeah. people do, so. Yeah. Well, I loved the episode and it was so cool. And then Joe brought up the four agreements and they started talking about it. And I was like, we need to bring that back up because it's, we did, we did it for a book club and I feel like we should do it again. But anyway, so this is just as good. So um, it says nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. Uh, when you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. And I think that's, that's even true. Like, so when we're growing up and, um, you know, our parents are treating us poorly, um, and I don't know, like, again, this is just my opinion, but children don't have this ability to be able to say, oh, that's not because of me. That's, you know, that's their own issue. That's something, unfortunately, we have to learn as adults to be able to just 
kind of guard ourselves from all of this. And you can see that they're just reflecting onto us. But as children, we don't. And so we internalize all of that, that it must be mom and dad are upset. It must be because of me. Mom and dad yelled at me. It must be because of me, even though most times it's not because of you. It's because they're dealing with their own stuff. They can't handle it. They're human. And they're they're acting in it's not a good way that they're not parenting at their highest ability, but they're also like they're in what they're in. They're trying their best. And um, so not taking anything personally, I think is huge. That's been a big one for me because I, and I still struggle with it because I take everything. I used to take everything personally. Now, actually, that's one of the big things that I learned being in a relationship with you, Mike. Um, because when I do take things personally, you kind of call me out on it. And, you know, you say the sentence, not everything's about you, Lee, <laughs> a lot. And that's when I realize, oh, man, yeah, I guess I do take everything personally. Well, I don't, not everything. I'm getting better at it. So, um, do, 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 do. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's a pretty, it's a pretty easy one, self-explanatory, uh, difficult to, to put into practice. But I'd be curious well, how Ed feels about that, but, um, how anybody that's listening to this and even after, like Mike said, like we, we're just an email away, um, or on social media, you can DM us and, and, you know, do all of the private stuff. If you don't want to talk like openly, um, on something like this, because I am curious how you guys feel about all of these kinds of things. I really love discussing all of this kind of stuff. Um, so one of the things that was inside of that book, inside of that chapter, it says, when we really see other people as they are, without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. So um, what my question was is, do you do you agree with this? Do you think that this can apply to traumatic hurts um, even from years ago? So if it's parental neglect, abuse, um, do you think that you can get to a point if you really don't take things personally that you can look at it like they were just coming from a, a poor place that it wasn't me? Sure. What do you think? doable. If you realize that people are going through their own stuff and they're projecting on to other people. So it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about me. But when people hear things that are directed towards them, even if it's not about them. They still take it personally. It hurts or it feels like it's a challenge to hear something like, uh, uh, what's a good example? Uh, you, you, Leanne, continue to disappoint me. That sounds personal. Yeah. But Leanne is living her life by her own standards. She's not living it by my standards. Yeah. So if she takes that personally... That's a mistake because she's living life on her terms and she doesn't have to take that personally. She could just realize, well, Mike's projecting his stuff onto me again and he's trying to mold me into the way he wants me to be. But, you know, this isn't a good example because we try to support each other, the two of us. <laughs> yes. I, I could see this more of like somebody as a, a friend or, you know, probably a parent. Let's say something like, well, you need to be doing this now or maybe, you know, mm -hmm. you should do things this way or, you know, things like that. People who do that are not trying to be cruel necessarily. They just think they know what's best, but nobody knows what's best. Anybody who claims they know what's best, 
Just get the hell out of here. We never claim we know what's best Mm-mm. on this show, what's best for your mental health, what's best for you overall. We don't claim that. We try to give you guidance. We try to offer support. We try to offer an exchange of information, and that's about the best we can do. Yeah. And I think, too, if you don't if you don't um, subscribe to what you're hearing, um, Ed said, I just read the book today. Glad I did. Yeah, absolutely. Ed. It is. It's so good. And it is really an easy read. Um, and we have a free copy. Uh, it's digital, but it's a free copy. So if you guys are interested, then just DM us or email us or blah, 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 whatever. Um, and we can get that to you. So um, sometimes people are just sick or unhealthy and has nothing to do with me. Absolutely, Ed. Absolutely. So, and that's the whole thing. I think if we need to look at, we need to look at where, like, what do they say? Like, look at the source, look at where things are coming from. Um, That is huge. And if we don't, the whole thing is, is that if we don't subscribe to what they're saying, if we don't believe in what they're saying, then Mm -hmm. we won't take it personally. So it's a matter of us starting to have the self-confidence that we can hear things and not use it against ourselves. Because if, if you were to tell me like, I don't know if you were to tell me, uh, you're such a slacker. You don't do, you don't do anything. You just, you're so lazy. Well, if you were to give that to me, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I, I wouldn't take offense to that. Cause I'm like, I'm not like I do. I am not lazy and I, I do a lot. So I would hear that and I wouldn't take anything from it, but I do have things that I, that I know that I need to work on. I have things that I'm not proud of. I have things. And that's where if you were to tell me, um, something like, okay, like when my mom will say things like, do you have no control when I'm eating the way that I'm eating and doing the things instead of like that? And it is, it is personal, but it's also not like, I shouldn't be taking that like, I have no control in any part of my life. No, I have control in every part of my life. Yes, right now when I'm when I'm making this choice, I'm not controlling it. Yes. But you can you should be able to separate these things and not use them against it comes to impeccable impeccable with your word too. They're all like interchangeable. Um mm-hmm. so anyway, so I feel like that's one too is when you hear something or if you believe something you should be able to segment it not should be we need to work on segmenting it and saying yes in this area that is how i am i'm working on it but then not saying i am a you know whatever and and do a blanket statement across our entire life um okay so that's don't take anything personally we can go we could do five hours on this so the next one (laughs) okay so the next one don't make assumptions Hey, I just made an assumption. Which one? I just made one. It happened like that. <laughs> they happen all the time. It's so funny. I've gotten into a lot of a lot of dumb arguments in relationships in the past because I've made assumptions. I'm very good at that. That I'm just You like, are. Yes. Yes. I'm very, very good at that. You make a whole story in your head yeah. before it's even been told or even discussed. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a unique talent. You should write fiction. <laughs> I should. You should. That'll be the next thing I'll put on my on my list of things to do. So um, don't make assumptions. Find the courage. And this was this was a really great sentence. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. And that I've always had a very difficult time with. Um, for me, a lot of it comes from um, I've always been very proud of being 
smart. Um, I'm not like, okay, so there comes my, I'm not super smart. Like I'm not an intellectual, but I've always liked people thinking that I'm smart. And I've also, I've always liked being smart. And so the asking the questions to get the answers to then I understand what you're saying to me. I never used to want to do that because I wanted just to assume that I knew what this conversation was about. I wanted to assume that I knew what you were getting at. And instead, all it would take is one question like, oh, what do you mean by that? Or, oh, could you just explain that a little bit further? Like just super quick and then be quiet and let the person talk. But instead, I would then like create, like you said, all these stories. Um, it, was, that it was really, really, I would, I would tie those two together. I would tie the make assumptions and then take everything personally. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. So the, the, um, it says, okay, so ask for what you want to ask. Wow. Ask for what you really want and then communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness and drama with just this one agreement. You can completely transform your life. And this is another one, Mike, that you're super, you're helping me so much with because you're, me? you're not letting me make the assumptions. I make the assumption and at least now I'm getting like clear with, I feel like I'm getting clear where I'll like say what my assumption is. Be like, oh, is this what you mean? Oh, is this what you? <laughs> and then you're like, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. So, um, okay. So go ahead. You want to read what Ed has to say? Sure, I can do that. Great, thanks. Ed says, "Do we know what was said to them? Do we know what was done to them? Others may just not be at the stage in life that we are at." Correct. Yeah. Yep. We just never know. We just never. You know. never ever know, my dear. Mm -hmm. Sweet, sweet, lovely lady. Um, uh, what about the? Wait, is there something you want to add to that, or could we do no, number four? No, no, I was going to the number four. Great, always do your best. Always, no exceptions. If you disappoint us, then you have failed, <laughs> and you have not met the fourth stage of this agreement. Sweet. That, so we can correct? tell who has not read the book yet. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, you might be a little bit, a little bit off. Always do your best. <laughs> On your website, you advocate for... Oh, wait, never mind. That's not about this. Uh, <laughs> no. So what does this mean? Always do your best. Uh, yes. What are some steps that people can take to do this on a daily basis? What happens? We don't show up as the best version of ourselves. Yes. So Disappointment? Well, this is the other thing. The the thing with the always do your best as an overachiever, if you're listening to this and you're going to be like, yes, I need to like, I can't nap. I can't do this. I can't. I need to always be at like high level. Perfectionism. Yeah. And that's not what your best is. So certain days you're going to perform at a very high level and other days you are not. But you need to just do your best with what you've got. So if you are, if you're under the weather, your best is going to be very different than then when you're feeling really good, when you're really rested, when you're eating properly, when you're doing all those kinds of things. The other thing that they bring up in the book, which I thought was fascinating, and it really made me kind of give myself grace, is going doing more than your best is also not doing your best. Doing your best is just doing, literally just do your best. But if you over try and you, which I am still struggling with because like the other night, two nights ago, I was exhausted like a zombie, but I was trying to push through it because I wanted to get a few things done before I went to bed. And Mike talked to me and he was like, will you please just go to bed? Like this is, 
You're not even like functioning as a human right now. But I kept pushing and that was not doing my best. Even though we're like by society trained for like that is like the hustle and the grind and the perfectionism, but that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at just doing your best. And so at that point, it my best would have been shut everything down, go relax for a few minutes and then go to bed and then start up in the morning. Um, so then again, you can do your best. And that would have been my best. So I, I'm, there's another level of it. It's not just like slacking off. Um, and you know, where, where you're going to have that shame that you haven't done your best today. Mm. I had a major, major headache. Um, and so I took a nap and what I used to believe is I have so much on my plate. Like I have so much to do. I can't take a nap. That was my best. Cause then I knew that I have a night of this and a few other things that I want to get done. And so my best at that moment was rest, take a nap, take 20 minutes, recalculate, like recalibrate yourself and then go on to it. So doing your best is not doing more than your best or less than your best. It's just whatever. And you know what your best is. And that is where we get the shame. And that's where we get the guilt because we know, we know inside that we didn't do our best that day, that we, we had the energy to do the thing and we just chose not to. So very good. Ed says huge part of communication, the unspoken and spoken communication. We sometimes put more emphasis on the context than the content. So we always ask questions. Doing your best is your being, not your actions. The journey, not the destination. Yeah. It's a results-oriented business, Ed. I'm sorry. So if you're not doing your best and I'm not getting the results, then you're not doing your best, right? Oh, that's wrong. Well... I mean, no, it is. That's what it, that's what Ed just said. Yeah, but it's, it's not also, about results. Well, sometimes it is about results. Oh, sometimes. I mean, like, and that's the whole thing. That's one of the big things that I'm learning out of our book club and that I'm learning out of this is I used to be all all one or like all or nothing black or white. It's either this way or that way. And it can be both. We still have to make the we have to take the actions. We have to have the results. Um, we're also not going to, we're not going to feel good if we're not having any of the results. If you live the next 60 years and never hit any of your goals, you're going to have, you're going to have an issue with yourself because you're not going to feel like you're accomplishing. So I think the action and the being, both of them are hand in hand. Hmm. So I do agree with you, Ed, but I also believe that there's, we have to put emphasis also on on the action portion of it and the results portion of it. It's just, it's not, you don't have to subscribe to either the hustle or the just being, what is it called? I don't know. There's like another thing that people are doing, aligning, aligning or hustling. I think there's like a, you have to align, but you also have to hustle. Like you can't just be like, this feels right. And, and then not move forward kind of thing. I think there's just a special place for both of them. Beautiful. Well, that's well said, my wonderful host. She, you know, Leanne, hello, is one of the best hosts in podcasting. Did you guys know that? I want you guys to make sure you give her her proper respect. She's going to be doing a big event soon, too, by the way. She's very excited about. I am. She's going to be a part of the Yes Network in a couple weeks. It's going to be fun. Excited? I'm really excited, actually. And that is one of the things, too, is that, and I'm, 
you know, it would be nice for me to say that they just like found me and it was just like, you know, so cool that they like asked yeah. me. Well, it was, that's not how it worked out. It worked out oh. because in December, going into our, our 2021, we made some goals. And one of them was that I wanted to speak. And so I reached out to the Yes Network because that, I go there to listen to people speak. And I wanted to be one of those speakers. So I reached out to them in December, said I would love to, um, you know, be one of your future speakers. Um, and then they wrote back to me in February and said that they're not doing the, you know, because of COVID, they're not doing the things. And then um, they did it online in March. And then they contacted me last week and they were like, hey, I don't know if you're still interested, but if you are, I'd love for you to speak in May. So May 19th, I'm going to be doing a Yes Network speech. Yay! So. <laughs> People are excited. Yeah. No, but it, uh, Ed, it's not the Yankees broadcast. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yes, Midwest is what you have to search for because otherwise I was trying to find it and I'm like, oh, what is all this sports stuff? So, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Bummer. Kind of go for, well, that's okay though. I mean, yeah. this is, I've been to a Yes Network event. So I know what it's like and I know how important it is to Leanne. And even though I thought it was really lame when I first heard about it, you know, yeah. I ended up going to an event. And actually, that's where we saw the one and only David Essel. That's right. Yes. Yes. I was and really. We saw him speak, and it was actually, I thought, I took a lot out of it and actually directed me in a decent direction for a while. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm sure I lost touch with that message by now, but. Or maybe it's a part of me to this day, and I don't even realize it now because it's just a part of me. But I listened to that guy talk for many hours. I could have easily given up after the first discussion, which he did in the afternoon. We came I back in the evening. No, I didn't. I stayed with you. Yep. Because I got to see you, and I didn't know how important it was to even see you then. I thought it was, oh, I get to see her whenever I want. So no big deal. So. Yeah. Wow. So I'm glad I did that. Glad that. See? Mm -hmm. You never know. Sometimes you think you know what's best for you, but you don't. That's another thing. I'm going to write my own book called You Know You Think You Know What's Best for You, But You Don't by Michael Govier. Wonderful. Oh, that's yeah. so great. I think people would be like to be told that they don't know what's best for them. Yeah, I think it'll be fine because it's going to be coming from you. But you have to do the audio book. You have to narrate it. Of course I would. Yeah, of yes. course I would. So. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I got a ton of stuff I got to do. So Yeah. I want to, um, as far as breaking the old agreements, you know, the first, how do we get rid of the old agreements then? Because just by repetitively doing the four agreements? Yeah, I think the big thing, like this, the first step really is, is being, becoming aware of what our problems are. Because if we don't, if we're not aware that we're lying to ourselves, that we're speaking improperly and, and negatively to ourselves, then there's nothing to change. But as soon as we become aware of all of these things, um, so what I did, and then they go in, they, um, so at the back of the book, you guys can go and read, they've got a couple different ideas of how to kind of implement this into your life. But I'll tell you something that I did, um, and that I'm going to start doing again, uh, starting tonight, actually, because I going through this with you guys, it's like gotten me excited again. Um, Yay! there is kind of like the summary. I don't know. You can see it. But anyway, there's the just the summary. And I wrote it out in the first person. So I instead of saying, you know, um, 
say only what you mean. I said, I'm going to say what I mean. And I made it very first person. And I read it every single morning as soon as I woke up. And I read it every single night before I went to bed. And it really started kind of playing in my head throughout the day. And so it, when things would come up that I would take something personally, I would immediately realize it. And it was like somebody like tapping on my shoulder being like, Hey, don't do that. No. And then uh, it was really cool because it was like just kind of a switch. And so that's what I would recommend that you start with. Uh, read the book. Again, we can get you the free copy um, and then write it out once or, you know, print it out if you want, but uh, write it out and then just read it in the, or even just once a day is fine. But um, I would say that that's kind of the big thing. Cause if we can Im implement these four, it'll change our life. It really can. It really could do that. You think it's cheesy. It's not, it's true. And it actually can produce the life you've always wanted. So consider that since it's mental health awareness month as well, make sure that you're aware of that. Go out of the way that you would normally to kind of check in with people's mental health. Say, hey, how you doing? Uh, I haven't talked to you. Are you okay? Uh, how are things going? And don't let them give you the bull crap line about everything's good. You know, I'm just fine. doing something. Don't. Yeah, I'm fine. I love mm -hmm. that one. It's my favorite. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, Mental Health Awareness Month. I don't really like these awareness months. I think they're really dumb, but whatever. We do a f mental health podcast, so we might as well get involved with it. So mental health awareness, mental health awareness. I don't think that's a joke. I think it's very, very important that we all talk about real stuff all the time. No more small talk. No more how's your kids. Who cares about that? What we do care about is <laughs> how are you doing? Okay. Oh my how are you doing? How are you doing? That's what we want to know. So, yeah. and your kids are a part of that because they're a part of your life. So I'm not, I was joking yeah. when I said that, but what I do mean is get in touch to yourself. And most people that listen to the show and connect with the show, they're already doing a above average job of trying to be more in touch with their mental health situations and talking to people, talking to us, firstdaypodaprotonmail.com, firstdaypod. You can DM us, Facebook us, Twitter us, Instagram us, anytime, anyplace. We will respond. We got a great email from our friend, uh, Kirsten, right? Kirsten, yep. Mm -hmm. Who's joining the uh, book club. So yep. those are the moments that make a difference for us. Yeah. We want to keep having those moments. We really think we do a good show here. We really think this is a net positive to the world it's not a negative so if you like the show being that's mental health awareness month why don't you share the show a little bit more than you might uh, share the show with people who've never heard of it tell people yeah. hey you know you don't even have to ask them how you're doing say hey check this show out you know it's real about mental health and addiction and stuff like that and it, you might find it of use you mm -hmm. could just do that without even telling anybody like hey you need help or things like that just say you know, just share this show. And I, not because it's going to be better for us, but because it'd be better for all of us if we can have an honest, forthright discussion about mental health in an open forum, publicly, without fear of stigma, fear, or reprisal. Amen. And that's how I see it. That's wonderful. So. You know what, Frank? Um, Frank, Frank who's Frank? Frank? Oh, I love Frank. Hey, Frank. Yay. Yes, Network. How you doing? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So um, we, um, I, I'm part of a group with him that he's put together to kind of network and um, he calls it Wednesday Wisdom because he wants to hear what everybody's challenges are and then have people help kind of, um, it's like masterminding. And um, one of the things that he said that he does is instead of saying, hey, how are you? He'll ask, hey, what challenges are you going through right now during this time? 
And I thought that was really, really nice because when you say, how are you? Nobody wants to admit it. But when you ask what the challenges are, then it opens up, oh, wow, he must be expecting that like we're all going through stuff. So now I can kind of, and they might just like lob like a little like ball over. That's just like a little thing. Um, And then it's up to you how deep you want to get into it. But um, at least just kind of give that little, I think that's a great idea, Mike. So we love you guys. Yeah, yeah, we love it. Yeah, it's all about how you frame things. Mm-hmm. Frame, frame it in a way where people can't wiggle out. So mm-hmm. it's a good call, Frank. Frank, keep doing that good work out there. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Frank. And the Yes Network is behind you. So <laughs> he just is a member of the Yes Network. Well, I want him to know that the, I'm not a member of the Yes Network, but you know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, and the other thing, though, too, the other thing is, if you're going to take the time to ask somebody please have the time to listen to somebody. So don't, don't do the whole, Hey, how are you? And then you're just, you're not there for the response, you know? Hey. Yeah. How you doing? And then you just keep going on. Cause you're not actually expecting somebody. So if you're, once you're ready to do that, please make sure that you're waiting for the, the listening part too. Oh so. yeah. I completely agree with that. Well yeah. done. Well okay. said. There it is. That's the first day podcast for Sunday, May 9th. It's Mother's Day. We didn't even say it was Happy Mother's Day. Though. Yes, Happy Mother's Day. Love you, How Mom. Could we? My mom's yeah. usually always here. How come you're not here on Mother's Day, Mom? What the heck? Of she's, all the days? Yeah, but with the time difference over there when she's in Mexico, she's got the um she's yeah, she's got an event that happens every night. She said like a dinner that happens. Yeah, but at she this never misses time. the show. She has she's, been the last couple of weeks. She's had she to. She wasn't. She was here last week. Was she? Yes. We talked oh, about yeah, divorce. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we did. We did divorce last week. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Leanne has a poor concept of time. That's why I I'm do. a perfect boyfriend for her. So. I do. I you know what's funny is the more that I'm living in the moment, my days are becoming so long. Like yeah, every, that's the way it should be. It's slowing everything down. It's been fascinating. That's why I will never live in the moment because I got to make sure I keep track of time. So. It's my job for humanity. I keep track of time properly. So Yeah, it would be okay if you lost track a little bit. Yes, Ed, you're right. It's my mom's day, not mine. Yeah, so I don't even care. It's a Hallmark holiday that Hallmark made up. Like, you love your mother every day, just like you love your wife every day. You don't do Sweetest Day only. You don't do Valentine's Day only. I don't. I have a whole beef with that stuff because it's for lazy people. You don't love the people end you... this. <laughs> no, I'm going to be, hey, you want me to be my authentic self? Isn't that one of the four agreements? Yes, okay. Sorry. You want me to be honest? Be true to my word. So I'm going to be true to who I am. And you can be true to you. I'm not projecting on anybody. I'm just telling you how I feel. So just think about something to chew on. And if you want to dismiss it, you please, please dismiss it completely. Most importantly, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Share the podcast. Share the YouTube stream. And be, uh, you know. Be kind to yourself. Check in with someone. Mm-hmm. So. All right, that's it. I'm Michael okay. Govier. She's Leanne. Hello. It's the First Day Pod. We'll be back next Sunday with a brand new episode with who? Omalade. I'm so excited. This is going to be such a good conversation. It's all going to be about um, um, inclusion and more so inclusion than just diversity. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. I cannot wait to have it. So please come and um, join us live uh, so you can yeah. be a part of the conversation. I met her yesterday. She's really nice. She's really excited. She has a lot of positive energy. So I hope you all enjoy that show. And of course, the book club, Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to be there, contact us directly for, for or DM us on any of the social media platform, and you can get the Zoom link 
and join us 8 p.m every monday night one hour flat we get in we get out that's it all right bye everybody take care bye